What's everyone talking about? Yo, yo, what's the deal? We've got you covered. As we belly up. On the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Um, so, Kelly Kapowski, a.k.a. Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Holy Turned smokes. fitty. Holy smokes. She might be 50, but she's still a dime, bro. Holy smokes. She put on her Instagram. Like, I didn't even follow her until yesterday. And that <laughs> was strong for a 50-year-old. Um, Welcome back. I, I would... I mean, it was definitely Kelly Kapowski, that picture. No doubt. No doubt. I mean, she has a cooking show now. Yeah. You know that? Yeah. Well, going through her Instagram, that's what she she shows her all the recipes. I mean, she went from good old-fashioned girl next door to Valerie Malone on 90210. Mom mom of two. No, mom and a cooking show. Woof. I'm not even a brunette guy. Like, I'm a... Really? I'm a blonde, blue-haired... I'm more of a brunette guy. Blue-eyed. The Northeast thing. Well, I know. But (laughs) that... Her... I've always had a soft spot for her. How could you not, dude? So she looks absolutely fantastic. Go to Tiffany Amber Thiessen's, uh Instagram account. But you said her husband. It also was funny because she she she's sitting there in a towel and she says this is fifty, you know, and she's she's representing fifty well. Well, I looked at her story last night and she reposted her husband like ha ha, and he was he did the same pose. He was in a towel on the on the on the bed. And he said this is this is fifty two. So. Good for them, man. Having some fun with it. But uh, she has definitely, time has been friendly to to her. Yeah. Uh, the, the, years, the years certainly have been been, been kind. That's, yes. that's not, yeah. uh, that's not, that's not far to say. Um, WWE is headed to Netflix here, Rusty. Um, it's a transformative deal for WWE. Now, uh, I in, 20, you, in 2025. 2025. Yeah. I asked you about you think that they will have, because I know Peacock, that where they are right now, has all the old WrestleManias yes. and all the old matches and everything. Yep. You can get down a rabbit hole there, can't you? Oh, dude. You can get into you, You'll be sitting there watching Tommy Wildfire Rich wrestle Abdul the Butcher in 1982 in Memphis. <laughs> yes, sir. So you, Friday night, you realize this? They were in Atlanta. So Friday, SmackDown was in State Farm Arena Friday night. I'm sitting at home. I got a couple of buddies that I'm friends with on Instagram, and they're they're posting story. I'm like, what in the hell are you doing there? So I turn it on TV, and it is sold out. Yeah. Packed out. Every arena still. I don't know any of the wrestlers anymore. Top, place was top, packed out. Your top three wrestlers of all time. Number one for me, just Tommy Wildfire Rich, man. Oh, my God. I loved him. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm Georgia Championship Wrestling now. I, I, I would go Rock. Hulk. No, I just got Stone Cold. I would definitely go Stone Cold and Tommy Wildfire Rich. And Again, probably. You can tell the people in the South are more partial to Stone Cold. And you know who my, my sneaky one, Day Day, you might know this. This my sneaky one back in the day, man. I love some Tony Atlas. Oh, yeah. Mr. What was it? Uh, what was it? Uh, Strongest Man in the Strongest World. Strongest Man in the World, yes. Tony Atlas, man. You know what broke my heart? We used to go every Thursday night with my dad in Rome, and I saw Dusty Rhodes. Wrestle Abdul the Butcher, mm. and it was a bad. I mean, it was it was heel versus the American Dream. Now, me and my dad left there, went to get gas at the gas station, got out of traffic. This big Cadillac pulls in the gas station. It was Dusty Rhodes and Abdul in the same car. Oh, and that's when you realize, man, it crushed my soul, man. Yeah. They give him a watch, kick him in the butt, and say, "Hey, a computer, 
took your place, daddy. That's hard times. You know, hard times, baby. You know, Abdullah, Abdullah the Butcher had a restaurant on Camelton Road yeah. um, for a while, and then it closed down. They made a, they put a smaller version in Greenbrier, but then that one eventually closed. So Rome used to be at Memorial Gym. My claim to fame for wrestling in Rome, Arn Anderson is from Rome, Georgia. Went to East Rome High School, state championship football player, I think state championship wrestler, the four horsemen, baby. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew, if you really want to get yeah. Minnesota Floyd Kennedy, we got a lot of stuff. You know, we got we got pine trees about the same way as Minnesota, I guess. Um, so Tim Tebow was rumored to have gone to WWE, at least offered a contract, right? Yeah. Now you and I, in fairness <laughs> to us, have come up with probably the Tim Tebow wrestling nickname, and I have his finishing move. Yes. So Tim Tebow's wrestling nickname would be the Chosen One, and his finishing move would be the Crucifix. <laughs> Right, I don't know that Tim, athletically, he could do it. I don't know that he could get into character. You know what I mean? He's got too much cleanliness to him, He's man. He's got too much purity. Yeah, you got to um, be a heel, man. But it would be great with the chosen one and the crucifix, I think, would be – would that, that, that fits him well. Oh, oh, he'd be the chosen one. Yeah, come out to, like, some third day something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Which, you know, again, begs the question. But athletically, like, that dude could do it. Athletically, he's he's a freak now. Yeah, oh, he's he's a freak. He's, he's a freak. Yeah, still in great shape too. Yeah. I mean, what is he in his mid thirties now? Think about it. You've probably seen all the behind the scenes on the Rock. Think about Vince McMahon because he was done. He was thinking about going to MMA. He said, "Let me bring you back out one last time." He got hurt. He's off about four or five months. He goes, "Let me bring you back out one last time." And and Rock said, "Only if you'll let me have one minute of mic time to kind of be in some character." And he did it. And think about the decision by Vince McMahon. Back then, it was only two hours each show. Each show. So every minute was accounted for. He said, I'll give you one minute. And he got on there and he got into character a little bit. And they're like, wait a minute, we're on to something. Think about that decision by Vince McMahon. Think about the billion-dollar decision to let that dude have one minute of mic time. Incredible. Yeah. Especially for The Rock, to say the least. A um, couple of quick notes here. Uh, Sean O'Hara says Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. Is there an argument in your opinion? No. Oh, there is for me. No. Nope. Again. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you're the head coach and you got a team that you're trying to stop and they got to go 80 yards with one minute against you, who would you rather face? Who's who, who's cast do I have supporting cast do I have? No, who's no, the coach? You, you, no, no, no. You're, you're the head coach, uh, yeah, okay. and you looking on that field, and yeah. you got to stop one quarterback from going eighty to beat you in the Super Bowl. Yeah, who would you least want to face? I least want to face Josh Allen. No, no, yes. you, no, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. No, you wouldn't. Yes, I would. He he has Josh Allen is a hell of a quarterback. He is a hell of a quarterback, and he is an elite quarterback. The guy right now in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. That's it. I'm telling you right now, the the plays he makes when when you and listen, th- here's another thing, man. They can't. What pisses me off, they can't hit quarterbacks anymore. That's another whole difference. But I'll tell you this: you do not want to face Mahomes if he's got a chance to beat you in the last minute. That'd be the one I would fear the most. And I love Josh Allen. He is a top five. He is elite, elite. But if you want to between those two, it's Mahomes. I hate the narrative around Josh Allen. I mean, remember. I think he's you know, fantastic. The, the, the narrative that we're having about Josh Allen right now is the same narrative they had about Peyton Manning when he couldn't beat Tom Brady for, you know, four consecutive seasons. Yep. And then eventually he did. Yeah. Yep. And and that narrative ended. Like, 
We're yep. still really young into this whole thing. Yep. And we just have to rush to judgment, this, that, and the other. And I don't know why you have to pick between one of them, but if we want to say one or the other right now, to me, it's Patrick Mahomes, and then there's a there's about three elite quarterbacks behind him, three or four, and then there's that group of five or six. And that's it. There's 12. Yeah, I think, I mean, listen. There's 12. Know. That's it. In uh, the world, Mark. There's like four or five that really are, are yeah. for lack of a better term, unstoppable. Yep. Um, I'll tell you what now. And then you have a really, really game. good high-level guy. This is level the guys. biggest game of Lamar Jackson's early career. This yeah. is the biggest game of his career because if he wins this game, everybody goes, you slay the dragon, you got a chance to win the Super Bowl. If he doesn't win this game this weekend, you start thinking, well, he's he, this is him. He's a, he's a, he's a two-round guy. He's got to get over the hump. If, if you had to pick your, your pair for the Super Bowl, who do you want to see the most? Let me rephrase that. Who do you want to see versus who do you think the best matchup is? Ravens 49ers. Is the best matchup? Yep. Who do you want to see? Ravens 49ers. Okay. Yeah. Because I want to see that defense versus Ravens offense. I mean, how fitting it would be that if the Chiefs and the Lions played the first game of the season and the last game of the season, how cool would that I'd, be? I, I, don't, I, don't think it, I don't think it would be a bad product, but I think on paper, the, the two baddest dudes in oh, the neighborhood yeah, yeah. are the Ravens and the 49ers. Of course, the two baddest dudes Ravens would be a two and a half, and, and three point favorite. The, Chief, the, Chiefs, the Chiefs are obviously who they are. So this thing is not going to be. This is going to be fascinating for them because I'm telling you right now, Baltimore is going to be ready for that. They're going to be. Did you see Buffalo throwing snowballs at the bus when they came in? I loved it. Yeah, that's like that's like Piston Celtic stuff. Late nineties. Uh, all right, uh, we have three strikes to do when we get back, um, and this is one of the best entrance songs ever. I mean, just give me the Hulk asking for the little little. Ear, you know, little megaphone from the ear. I can't hear you. <laughs> I used to like my man Junkyard Dog came out to another one bites of dust. That was when you heard that. Mm. When Coco Beware would come Coco out too. Beware. Yep, with the little, <laughs> little arms flapping. The iron. Sh- I mean, listen. The early '80s WWF wrestling um, was was such a cult. Like I don't think people respect how much of a cult it was. Man, the mid '90s when they had Monday nights with WCW and, and WWF. Dude, like I was in, that was like my college days. It shut everybody. Girls would watch it on Monday night. <laughs> the sorority girls would watch it on Monday night. And when they would do uh, WCW from like Club La Vila on Monday night, like during spring break, it'd be nuts. Yeah. Well, all right. Uh, we're going to ask you guys to be creative in three strikes. So start thinking. We'll do that coming up next. Three strikes questions alongside Rest of Mansell, Mark Zeno for Steak Shapiro. It's a steakhouse here on 92.9 The Game. Yeah.